Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuhu. Welcome to the 16th episode of Chronicles of the Crescent. Today's episode is drawn from Uyghur folklore. Uyghurs, or Uyghurs as the media often pronounces, are a Muslim ethnic group in northwest China, which is actually occupied territory. It's really historically East Turkestan. Muslims in that region, Uyghurs in that region, are living under extreme oppression. Millions of people are in concentration camps where they're tortured, forced to renounce their faith. Masjids are forcibly empty. People aren't allowed to fast during Ramadan. There are, in Uyghur households, knives are chained to the walls. And there are QR codes on them so the Chinese government can scan them. The Chinese government often places someone in the house of Uyghur families... Chinese relative, they call it, but it's actually someone who's spying on the Uyghurs. Uyghur women are forced to marry Chinese men. Uyghur children are raised without their language, their culture, their religion. It's a really terrible situation that so many people don't know anything about. If you'd like to help and learn more, I highly recommend going to saveuyghur.org. S-A-V-E-U-I-G-H-U-R dot O-R-G. And also looking up the work of the activist Aydin Anwar, A-Y-D-I-N-A-N-W-A-R. I actually asked Aydin about stories for this podcast. Uyghur culture is just so rich, the food, the clothing, the history. And she contacted the folklorist and historian Ryan Thumb, who in turn passed along a few stories translated by Gunnar Jaring. And it's one of these stories that I'll share today. And inshallah, I can share some other ones later. Uh, this one had me laughing, so inshallah, you like it too. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. There was once an Ishan, a wandering holy man, who was in a city with his disciple, and he decided to leave. As he left the city, his disciple told him that he wanted to stay. I, I like it here. This is a foolish city. The people are misguided, we should go onward. No, I, I like it, the disciple said, and he abandoned his master. Now, it so happened that in this city, there was a thief. And this thief, late at night, was trying to rob this home. And he was on top of the roof of this home. And the roof slightly collapsed, and he broke his foot. The next day, the thief went to the king, and he told him, because of the proprietor of that house, because of his roof, I broke my foot. I couldn't even steal, honestly. I broke my foot. The king said, what? This man should be punished. The proprietor of this house should be punished for not taking care of his roof. You were hurt because of this. So the proprietor of the house is dragged forth to the king in question. It's not my fault, the proprietor says. I hired a professional roofer. It's his fault. The roofer was brought forward. It, it wasn't me, he said. I, I did everything right as I normally do. Maybe the plaster was weak and that's why this didn't work. So the plasterer was brought forward. I mean my plaster as I always do, he said. Don't punish me. Blame the weaver, the reeds he gave that I put under my plaster. That's why this roof broke, why it collapsed and hurt this poor thief. And so the weaver was brought forward. The weaver said, I did everything as I normally do. 
Maybe it was a bit weaker, but it wasn't my fault. It was because there were a bunch of pigeons. And I was distracted by all these pigeons flying. Blame the pigeon handler. So the pigeon handler was brought forward. It wasn't my fault the roof collapsed. My pigeons were disturbed today. Or disturbed the other day. There was a magician and he was doing some tricks and that disturbed my pigeons. So the magician was brought forward. It was your fault, the king says. Do you have anything to say for yourself? And the magician could not defend himself. It was his fault. Nothing to say. Hang this man, the king said. So the magician was brought to the hangman, to the gallows, because of the thief breaking his foot. But the hangman found that the magician was too tall for the gallows. He wouldn't hang properly. He was far too tall. He went to the king and told him this problem. The king said, don't worry. I have an idea. All we have to do is find someone who fits the gallows. The first person you find who's tall enough to fit the gallows or short enough to fit the gallows, hang them instead. Okay, that sounds good. And lo and behold, the first person the hangman sees on the way back to the gallows is the disciple of the Ishan. He's grabbed forcibly. What are you doing? Where are you taking me? Ya Rab, oh Lord, this is because I abandoned the holy man, the Ishan. I left my master. Allah, please help me. And God is always was merciful. And this Han came back to the hanging of his disciple. What are you doing? He cried out. You can't hang this young man. He's young. His life is all ahead of him. Hang someone older who, who's been hurt by life, not someone pure like him. And he points out, hang this man. And it's the thief that he points at. Good idea, the hangman says. And the thief is brought forward to the gallows. The thief thinks quickly. Oh, thank goodness I'm being hanged. Thank God. Why are you so happy, the hangman says. Well, I've read that whoever's hanged at these gallows becomes the king of paradise. And to be king of paradise is so much greater than being king of the city or this earth. The hangman goes to the king. Do you hear what this thief said? He's happy to be hanged because he'll be king of paradise then. King of paradise? The king cries out. That's so much greater than king of the city. I want to be king of paradise. How dare he take that from me? Hang me instead. So the king is brought to the gallows. This is not fair, the thief cries out. I want a consolation prize. I can't be king in paradise. Give me something in this world. Make me king of the city. Very well, the king says. I will be king in paradise after I'm hanged over here. After I'm hung over here, you can be king in the city. And so the king of the city was hung, and the thief inherited rule. Jazakallah khair for listening this comical story, and please remember the Uyghur people in your du'as and in your actions. Jazakallah khair.